friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTV. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. The record button has been pressed. How's it going? It's pretty freaking good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can. Okay, good. Yeah, I can hear you. We are recording in uh, Brooke's basement again. Number one, you know what? I think it would be, everything happens for a reason. And I think it would be so friggin' hot. Yeah, it would. It would be awful. And so, yeah. So this is... This is better. This is working out well. And we get to go swimming. We have lunch together. We've got ourselves on a schedule. Yeah, I like it. I do too. Works out well. Yeah. Um... That just felt like the delicious dish. It it kind of did. A little bit. I like it. Yeah, me too. Um, happy Sunday, everyone. Well, <laughs> you're hearing this on a Monday or Tuesday. Well, whenever you listen. Right. For us, happy it's day. Happy days are here again. I hope you're enjoying your summer. Yes. We are. It's almost over. Don't say that. It's not August yet. That's true. Well, it is when you're listening to this one episode true that but for us we're recording this a week ahead so it is still july the end of july but still july i can't believe how fast i know july just went by like a flash it no it really did Mm -hmm. Uh, like i'm our concert was a month ago that's crazy a month ago today that's so crazy i feel like we were just there I know. With our friends. I know. With our, our favorite five guys. Not the burgers and fries, no. but <laughs> you know the ones. Those five bad brothers from the Beantown Lane. Those ones. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're here. That's that's who we're here in honor of today. But like, we should probably talk about last night. We had our first 40th birthday celebration between our friends. We did. Yeah. We did. Oh, my gosh. Hey, he might be listening to the podcast. You just never know. He comes and goes. He does come and go. I think that he probably still subscribes. It's just whether he listens or not. But I think hair band. No, that was last week. Yeah. Scratch that. <laughs> I think a block party has his name written all over it. Yeah. Robbie, you know what you did. You turned 40. You did turn 40. And this, this is 40. And might I add... That birthday party was very well done. Darcy did Darcy a great, did a great job. She, she really did. did. I said Dob. She did a great Dob. And uh, big props up to Dingo. <laughs> yes, Dingo the karaoke king. He was um, a nice guy. He was. And he was excited about a podcast. He was pumped about it. When he was like, yeah, Joey Fatone was here a, few, a, a, I don't know, a couple months ago. And he was down here. And I was like, yeah, we were with him. And he's like, oh, you were? And I said, and I think that he was at first kind of like, oh, you were? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we have a podcast. And he was on it. We recorded our episode right here. Yeah. 
And he's like, wait, you have a podcast? <laughs> and then he asked about it and he said, anytime we want to come on Friday nights. That, yep. Yeah. Because he, he had a similar conversation with me afterwards. I don't really remember it, though. <laughs> well, I will tell you when I was leaving, as I was leaving, he came over and he was like, thanks for coming. You know, I'm here every Friday. I played hanging tough, but I didn't see you. Oh, I was. And I, I was... said, oh, I came in. I came back in at the end. And I heard it and I appreciate it. And I was here for it. I was dancing around. And he to was it. like, yeah, your friend, your friend liked it. I sure did. I was doing the. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really, really fun. Darcy did a really good job. She did. Happy birthday, Robbie. Yes. I sang some karaoke. Yes. You and the did. thing is, I'm going to tell you, I texted Brooke before we went. And I'm like, I'm not singing karaoke. I you, hope Darcy's not mad. Yeah. You specifically said, I hope Darcy isn't mad, but I'm not going to. sing. But I was not going to sing. I really didn't want to. I just because like a lot of the people that were there, I didn't really know very well. And or, or it had been a long time. It's a lot easier to do it in a bunch of a group of strangers than it is around people you kind of know. <laughs> right. So I shouldn't say I they didn't know them. They were acquaintances. Right. And and friends. And yeah. it's kind of it's 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 just a little different when you're doing it in front of people you kind of know. But, but you did a great job. Holy moly. I think everyone appreciated it. Well, I watched it this morning. You did. That was not hmm. I you was I was into, I was into it. I recorded the whole song. I know you did. Well, I the, whole, the whole second song. Oh my gosh. Let's tell them what you sang. So the first song was a Darcy favorite. Yes. And it was one I have sang multiple times. Many a karaoke nights yes. back in the day. Because she loves Bon Jovi. And we've talked about this. We actually talked about it on the last episode, which was the hairband episode. Yeah. That was supposed to be the episode when I was on vacation, but we released it. Yes. Last week. Yeah, Bon Jovi, You Give Love a Bad Name. Great tune. And I can remember um, Darcy saying last night, she said, well, what's, I was like, well, what song am I going to sing, Darcy? If I'm going to sing, what song do you want me to sing? And all I thought in my head was blood red nails on, on your fingertips. <laughs> and me, that's exactly what she said. Yeah. It was freaky. It was freaky. It was meant to be. Yep. So I sang that song. And then. And then. I said, Brooke, I really want to sing some. I was into it then. You were ready. Yeah. You were like. I became into it. Sign me up for another. There was also may have been some some liquid courage. There there may have been a little bit of gorilla juice or whatever it was called. Gorilla. What was it called? Oh, grumpy gorilla. Grumpy gorilla. And I called it an angry monkey. <laughs> I was like, I like another one of those angry monkeys. And it was a grumpy gorilla. Um, it was like, uh, uh, what did it have in it? It was Alan's coffee brandy. Yeah. Amaretto. Mm-hmm. Banana liqueur. Mm-hmm. And milk. Hey. Had my name written all over it. It really did. I thought for sure Darcy did the drinks, like picked out the drinks and she was like, oh, Nikki would like that one. Let's put that one on the, because Darcy does stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. And like not... Nikki thought it was like a sig- like signature drinks for the party. Right. But it was just like ones that they have, right. like signature for the bar. <laughs> so anyway, they were really good. And I got up and I was like, well, I said to Brooke, 
I, I'd like to sing some new kids. I wonder if they've got some new new kids because. Yeah, they have a lot. Yeah. Like I was shocked. It was hard to decide. I know. Cause at first you were like, pick one. Yeah. Just pick one to surprise me. Right. And I got thinking, up there. Cause you were probably thinking they're probably. I'll have hanging tough step right, by step. Right. 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 The right stuff, baby. Right. Tonight. Yeah. And that would be it. Mm-hmm. No. They had all kinds of stuff. So what did they have for newer stuff? So they had a lot from the block. Yes. Okay. Like. Because they had two in the morning. They they had two in the morning. That was a hard one because I was like, I love that song so much. Me too. So much. But they had that. They had the one that you ended up singing. Mm -hmm. Which was Summertime. Yep. And I even did It's a Summertime. (laughs) Nobody got it, but that's okay. I got it. You got it. Of course got I it. got it. Um, and now I just can't think. But they had a lot. Yeah. Oh, they had Don't Turn Out the Lights. They did? Yes. OMG, I would have sang that. I was shocked. Oh, I love that song so much. Next time. Don't turn out the lights now. So I think we should go back on a Friday. I It would be fun if we could have some friends come with us yeah like if anybody wanted to come to maine and see us maybe maybe we should do it my my birthday is the next one well bethany's is the next and then mine. right yep maybe maybe december we can plan something who knows big blowout who knows big karaoke dingo blowout and dingo can can (laughs) assist yeah he's great and he'll sing anything and he'll and he kept calling like people that kept that were singing last night, he kept calling them back up and say, Hey, you wanna help me out with this one? Yeah. That yeah. was cool. It was cool. I liked him. And I liked how he played videos in the beginning. Yes. That was really cool. He played like eight Robbie did a playlist. Right. <coughs> which at first we didn't know was Robbie's playlist. And I was like, This is it not is Robbie. Weird. Right. Where where's the Tupac? Right. But it was his playlist. It was. And like he had suggestions, so they kind of like went off of that. But there was a lot of like '90s alternative, which I can totally appreciate. Yeah, and get down with. yeah. But then there was some like early 2000s like stuff that I was like, hmm. yeah, like this sounds like the American Pie soundtrack. That does not remind me of <laughs> Robbie. No, it does not. But anyway, it was a good time. It was a good time. Good time for all. And uh, yeah, I had fun with everybody. That was fun. That was a good it time. Was. I'm, you know, it's it's like we said, you know, sometimes you just like enjoy the comforts of your home, you know, like Absolutely. and but it's nice to get out every once in a while. It is. That sounds like that sounds like old people talking, <laughs> but it's true. It's so true. Like we get so comfortable. I mean, and, and life is busy. The days, like the weekdays are long, but then like your weekends are so short. Especially, I mean, you worked five, you worked worked six six days days this week. So that's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it's a constant like day in, day out and everything's the same. And you kind of, when you're home, it's just, sometimes you just want to like curl up and watch Netflix. Yes. Especially when you have the house to yourself. Yeah. And I've, I'm actually really looking forward to Love Island. Like, I want to binge it. It is. I got to get caught up. Amazing. Now, I heard the UK version is way better. Oh, okay. But I'm not watching that. I'm just watching. Do I have time to catch up? Yeah. So there's there's 14 episodes so far. They're an hour each. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, but you can. But I could watch them while I'm working. Well, I could listen to them while I'm working. Exactly. I'm not going to actually watch them. So if anybody is is a coworker, I'm not going to watch them while I work. No, but you. But I am going to let them go in the background. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're so good. I love Weston. I'm totally. I'm totally going to watch. I love that name. I do too, and I love him. He is. Is he the cowboy? He is the cow. I'm a cowboy. He is. He is just a. He seems like just a really genuine person. And he's very handsome. Oh, well, I will look. I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to meeting Mo Weston. Well, what'd you say? I look forward to meeting Weston. I thought you said you look forward to meeting Mount Weston. Maybe I said that, and I, don't I was know. like Mount Weston. Climb, climb him. Uh oh. Well, anyway, anyway, Love so, Island. Yeah, it's, it's such a good show. Oh my gosh, and it's weird, like. There's stuff on there that makes no sense whatsoever. Really? Yes. Twists and turns that are like, what? what? There's It's a game, but there's no real rules. So it's like, what was that game that they played on New Girl? Something American? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, there makes no sense. I really want to play that game because it would look really funny. <laughs> there's just, I don't know. It's It's good. It's good. I don't really remember that game from New Girl. It was like they'd play it every once in a while, and it was like, it was very, it was strange. It was funny, though. I love New Girl, but I kind of stopped watching. I watched, I didn't watch the last season. I stopped watching when, uh, what's his name, and Cece got married. Oh, yeah. I felt like at that point I was like, uh, I don't know. Anyway. I thought about going back and watching it. You can. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. I think so. it is. Yeah. Or Hulu or both. Yeah. Maybe I'll binge watch that too this week. Who knows? I'm going to. You got to do Love Island first. Priority is Love Island. Yes. As it as it should be. So I just want to take a second. Yes. Because we had a lot of people email us. Well, me. Message me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good looking out. Yeah. I, you know. I just decided to talk about it, and I'm glad that I did. And you know what she's talking about. I, If you are. Right. And I almost edited out. Like, I was like, I think I can edit this out, and it it will be fine. And it'll be, like, seamless. Yeah. And I didn't. I left it in. So I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that it helped some of you who reached out. Um, And I feel like I'm not alone. And you know what? They feel the same. It was very nice. So thank so you. That's good. Yes. So if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm not going to go over it again, but it was in the last block party that we did. Yeah. Well, they we can go back and listen. <laughs> and you know what? They probably already have listened. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that being said. Yeah. Should we just get right into it? Let's intro. Okay. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And <laughs> I like the spin you put on that. Whoop, whoop. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome to the block party. We ain't leaving out nobody. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. No. It's the summertime. It's the summertime. <laughs> so. So. Here we are. Here we are. We have some stories to read. Mm-hmm. We are going to get into it. Here we go. Oh. oh, can we talk about real quick? Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. 
But Joey went live not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And it was his first live since the tour. Okay. And he was on his bike. It felt like old time. Yes. Actually, when I opened it up, because I missed the live by like two minutes. Me too. But then when I opened it up, I was, yeah, watching him. And I was like transported back in time to like tour. And I yeah. miss that. I miss seeing their faces. Yeah, I miss them on social media. For a second, I thought you were talking about Joey Fatone because I went, here we go. Oh. Well, and it's weird because when you did that, Joey Fatone tweeted something. Oh, he did? No, he didn't. That was Lance. Oh. I knew it was an in-sinker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I but I was thinking that as I was watching it, like I miss them on social media. M- me too. Like, I mean, Donnie's always on social media. Yeah. And Danny always updates us with his like, like workouts. Right. But I miss Jordan. Mm. I, miss I miss Joe. I miss John's drunk runs to Walmart. Me too. I mean, he only, he didn't have a ton of them, but, but like they were great. A couple three or so, they were amazing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that's all. We miss it. It was nice to see Joey. It was. And when he said, "God bless America," <laughs> or he said, "God bless the USA," or something, something like that. Like that. And yeah. then he said, um, "I love you." Or something like that. And I was like, I love you too, Joe. <laughs> so. All right. You want to get into it? You want to read the first one? Oh, show sure. Okay. Why not? This is Jenny's New York City NKOTB experience. We're getting into it. Kevin's in the recliner. Reclining. Yeah. Lounging. He's, he's me to. I want to lounge with you. <laughs> Ah, uh, you for show. I, I do think what I gotta do. He is. He made himself at home. He's up there doing work. That's good. Yep. He he should feel at home in my home. He always does. All right. This is Jenny's New York City NKOTB experience. My trip started at six a.m. on Thursday, March seventh, two thousand nineteen, when I rolled out of bed. I sat with my coffee to wake up and get ready for my ten-hour drive from North Carolina to New York City. What? That is a long haul. After a while, I took a shower and loaded the remaining things in my car to be taken on my trip. I left my driveway at about 8.30 a.m. My drive to New York City went well, and I arrived at the parking garage across the street from the Broadway musical The Waitress at about 6.30 p.m. I left my car and was seated in the Brooks Atkinson Theater before the show was to start at 7 p.m. Wow, you timed that, like, yeah, beautifully. I'm so glad you didn't hit, like, an accident or something. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That would stress me out. Me, too. Good job. Very good. My seat was amazing. Third row and in the center section, so I had a pretty good view of everything. The show went off without a hitch. It was my second time attending the show, and it was even better the second time. This show had the option of being selected to do karaoke on the Broadway stage, so I took a chance and put my name in for it. After the show, I anxiously awaited to see if my name would be called. My heart pounded every time they would call the next person. The singers ahead of me were amazing, and I knew I'd have extremely large boots to fill if I was selected. A few of the singers absolutely killed it, and I would be surprised if they don't get called to come back for a more formal audition. Unfortunately, I was not selected to get on stage, but I had an amazing time watching those that were selected and get up on stage and sing. During the show, one of my blockhead friends had sent me a message on Facebook. The message was that other blockheads were already lining up for the purchasing (coughs) signing event at the Sony excuse me, at Sony the next day that the group was contemplating camping out overnight versus getting to Sony at 6 a.m. on Friday. 
I still had to check into my hotel room, but I did not hesitate. I told her I would be there ASAP after checking into my hotel and bundling up. I arrived at my hotel at about 11 p.m. Thursday night and got checked in. My car parked and settled into my room. I bundled up and made sure I had everything I would need for the next 12 hours and headed out to Sony. I'm surprised that she didn't just say, yeah, tell with the hotel. <laughs> right. But she had to put her car somewhere. That's true. That's true. Um, my hotel room was only a 10 minute walk away, so it wasn't an issue to just walk there. I arrived at Sony at around midnight. I put my things down, unfolded my camping chair and got settled in for the next 12 hours. At this time, there were probably 10 to 15 of us BHs. About an hour later, a BH showed up by herself. I offered for her to join our group and we all ended up clicking. This pretty much remained the same until around 4 or 5 a.m. and other blockheads started to show up. Fortunately, there was a Walgreens and McDonald's a few blocks away. So we basically had anything we needed. The temperature was in the 20s, Burr. so it was very cold. But most of us had gear on for this and managed to not become too cold. However, the disposable hot pads for hands, toes, and insoles did come in handy throughout the night. I'll bet. That oh is so cold. Burr, burr, burr. Can't even think about that right now. No, We're no. 80 degrees. And, and I love it. Mm-hmm. One of the blockheads had a speaker, so we did blast New Kid songs for a while. We all hoped Donnie would respond to a few of our tweets and show up with coffee. Haha. <laughs> but it didn't happen. The conversations throughout the night kept us entertained and helped to make the time pass quickly. I never once looked at my watch, hoping an hour had passed and only 20 minutes had passed. In fact, I'd look at my watch to find an hour plus had passed without me knowing it had. They say that if you're having fun, time will pass quickly. In this case, it certainly did. That is a blessing. And, and you know what? It's the truth, too. Like, when yeah. I, whenever we've waited for stuff, new kids events. Yep. I feel like the time goes by faster than other places where I've waited. Sure. Yeah. Except if you're in the heat at Hershey. Then oh. time goes by very slowly. That was a little different. <laughs> One of our blockhead friends did show up with a lot of coffee out of her own pocket. She handed them out to anyone who wanted one. This is an example of many that demonstrated blockhead love. Others had bought hand, toe, and insole warmers for others. None of the BHs that bought things for others expected anything in return. They were doing it out of their own kindness and taking care of other BHs. What's funny is we read a story prior to that talked about the girl giving out coffee. Yes, we did. Yeah. The sale of the CDs and vinyls went off without a hitch at 11 a.m. We all purchased what we had hoped to purchase. After this, we decided as a group what to do with the hours between then and the signing event. One of the blockheads had a hotel room. She allowed six to seven other blockheads to come to her hotel room, come to her hotel room to freshen up, get out of the cold, etc. During the break between the purchasing and signing events, we seriously don't know what we would have done without her room, as she almost didn't stay in a hotel during this trip. These blockheads would have just been freshening up in a McDonald's bathroom, etc. After freshening up, we headed out to lunch. We found a place with a little bit of everything, so it was a good place for all of us. We then headed back to Sony at about 2.30. The signing started a little late, Wahlberg time zone, but that was expected. Once it, once it started, it went fast. I wish it could have slowed down to turtle speed. However, seeing the five bab... Five... I can't talk. So apologies, folks. Seeing the five fab brothers from the Beantown land was amazing. Oh, I always thought it was five bad brothers from the Beantown land. I never thought about it, actually. Because it was like, I always thought it was like all bees. Five bad brothers from the Beantown land. But maybe it's fab. 
Mm. And I've been singing it wrong the whole time. Well, that that's just normal. That, and I was just going to say that. That would be a normal thing in my... That would uh, be typical. ...my lifetime. <laughs> it was rushed, but that was expected as we knew they wouldn't have time for anything but signing our products. After the signing, we all found each other again and watched them leave Sony. That was great as well. Since Joey had a show Friday night, we... Another blockhead and I made a last minute decision to go to his show that night. Keep in mind that I had been up since 6 a.m. on Thursday. This was probably around 6 p.m. on Friday. Yikes. That's like cruise time. Oh, yeah. We went back to the hotel room to retrieve items and quickly freshen up again and to ensure that we could purchase tickets. We were able to purchase the tickets and ordered an Uber to get a ride to the Brooks Atkinson Theater. We arrived there and were seated before the show started at 8 p.m. The show was absolutely amazing the third time, and I'd seen it, and I'd see it again a dozen more times if I lived in New York City. By the way, you must try the I want to play doctor drink. It is delicious. The key lime pie is pretty good, too. Recommended by Andrea Barber. After the show, we rushed out to near the stage door in order to get our selfie with Joey and an autograph, too. He did not disappoint any of us. Despite it being so cold outside and how tired he had to have been, Kelly and Ryan on Thursday, his show that night, all of Friday's events, etc. He still did it for the fans. All of us that were there did have an opportunity to get a selfie with Joey and also an autograph if we wanted one. The remaining blockheads that attended the show that night then had to part ways. We said our see you laters and gave each other hugs. We all had engaged and exchanged Facebook information so we will not lose touch. All but two blockheads, myself and another. We flagged down a taxi and headed back to the hotel room. She gathered her items and then had to rush to her parking garage before they would charge her for another day. I then settled in and got to sleep around 1 a.m. on Saturday. That's obscene. That's insane. This was a total of 43 hours for me being awake and all of those events during those hours. I was whooped. However... I was still up by 7 a.m. on Saturday in order what? to go back to Sony to see the new kids exhibit. I wanted to see it on Friday, but it was just insane there and they weren't going to keep it open until later. I made it to the display by the time they opened at 11. The exhibit did not disappoint. It was great to see their pictures, etc. I love looking at pictures from the past. It was great to see pictures of them that I had never viewed from that long ago. Especially Joey. He was so little in the pictures. Aww. I left there and ran to the Walgreens I visited several times Thursday night, Friday morning to pick up a few things and take a picture of the place, included with the pics I sent. I then headed back to my hotel to check out by 1230. I checked out, got my car and was on my way. It was a beautiful day in New York City that morning, sunny and around 50 degrees. This made it even more difficult to leave. I have fallen in love with the city and can't wait to visit again. On my way back to North Carolina, I stopped in Maryland to visit two blockheads, which have become very good friends of mine. Their lives are crazy, and I was only able to see them for about an hour. Even though it was only an hour, it was still great to see them. You have to see the people you love when you can. Tomorrow is never guaranteed. That is the truth. That is so true. I left their house and headed back to my house in North Carolina. I arrived safe and sound at my house at about 1130 on Saturday. I was not thrilled about the impending time change that night, too. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I unloaded the essentials and climbed into bed at about 1 a.m. All in all, it was an amazing and epic trip. I made new BH friends that I know will stay in my life. My gut is usually right. And I do it all over again. I do it for the band. Aww. That was 
a very awesome, well-detailed story, Jenny. Yes, it was very good. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think she said that she attached pictures. I didn't see it in that email, but maybe she sent a separate email that had photos. So I'll go back and check. And if there's photos, I'll put them on the website. We'll put them on the website. Yeah. Awesome. Jenny, thank you so much. It sounded like you had a kind of a whirlwind of a few days. And I don't know how you did that drive home on like six hours sleep. No, no. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean... Right? I mean, am I under- did I read that right? She didn't really sleep. No. The whole time she got she there, there at one and then woke up by seven. Right. So. Yeah, six. You are a beast. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Nope. I would not be. No. Nope. <laughs> I'd be, I couldn't drive that even with full sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for sending that story. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. This one's called How and When Terry Became an NKOTB Fan. Cool. I was a bit older than what most of the blockheads are. When new kids bega- when new kids began, and I mean in the very beginning, I was already 18. Most blockheads were like 10, 11, or 12. Anyway, I was a young mom at 18 and I had my oldest son Eric. Eric was a cute, lovable boy that was and still is my world. Anyway, I'd listen to New Kids on MTV or on my cassette. Every time I played the cassette, I'd dance around and sing to Eric just to entertain him. He loved it and, of course, mimicked dance moves from the videos, and it was just adorable. It was adorable to see my son dancing and singing to New Kids. He used to say that he looked like Jordan because that's something I'd joke around about. Well, as years went by, I had my second child, Jennifer. And just like Eric, Jennifer came to know who New Kids on the Block were, thanks to me. Now, both of my children would dance around to their music and be silly with me. My husband at the time was in the military and was away a lot. So my children and I would pass the time together doing anything to entertain a five-year-old and a two-year-old. So something we often did was listening to new kids. So my kids grew up knowing just exactly who they were. When they were sick, I'd rock them on the rocking chair and I'd sing Valentine Girl and Happy Birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Really wanted to sing that to Robbie so bad. That was like one new kid song they did not have. But A, he probably would have no idea he would what be I like, was singing. What is this? But I really wanted to do it. And B, they didn't have the music. So. So there. Yeah. Um, it always did the trick. It calmed them and put them to sleep every time. As the years have gone by, I've remained a true loyal fan of NKOTB. I go to their concerts every year they tour. I haven't made it out to a cruise yet, but only because I suffer from anxiety and I'm a little nervous about being on a ship. I can understand that. My husband, second husband now, of course, is not a fan of our boys. He's a fan of you too. Oh, you too. Like the band. Just so. Yeah, right. You, you might be like a fan you of you too. Like Bono. <clears throat> right. And the edge. But he supports my craziness, my fangirling, my loud and KOTB music while I clean, my need to go to the shows and buys me attire. He supports me through all of it. He's even attended a few concerts with me, including one during our honeymoon in Vegas. We attended the, the After Dark concerts in Vegas back in July 2014. We then attended the concert with Backstreet Boys and will now attend the mixtape tour in May. I've been to about a total of 11 NKOTB concerts. Cool. Very cool. I just found your podcast yesterday and I'm loving it. 
I had no idea this existed. You guys are making me more and more excited for the tour. And I love that I can, in a way, relive my younger years by listening to you guys, by sharing your memories with us. Thanks for all you do. Keep the podcast coming. I'm loving it. Thank you so much, Terry. This is a really cool perspective because she was 18. Right. And she's still into it. And she was a mom. Like, she was a young mom. Yeah. So, like, when we were kids. Right. Listening and, like, ogling over these boys. Right. She was, like, a a slightly older than us. Right. Not much. No. But, you know, when you're 10 and someone's 18, it's a big difference. Right. With kids and experiencing it from a totally different perspective. Right. But that's really cool. Right. So she's like around my sister's age. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that your husband like has gone to concerts with you. So cool. That is awesome. Very cool. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks for listening. Yes, we appreciate it. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you found us too. So we're going to go on to Christina's NKOTB story from 2008. This is Christina. She's got stories for days. She has stories for years. I could listen to her tell all the stories. Seriously. I know. Oh, my gosh. I love I love how she started this. Okay. So I'm going to I'll start. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. It's been a minute since I sent in a story. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought I'd send one in. This is a bit of a long story. I call it NKOTB Boogie Nights. Cautionary tale. Oh, a cautionary tale. Uh Oh, (laughs) this story is in no way a slam against new kids on the block. It is more a story about how people sometimes try to take advantage of blockheads. Oh, whoa. This happened during We're getting the, the tea. Uh-oh. Here's the, the. motherfucking tea. <laughs> We're getting the tea, guys. Getting the tea. Uh, this happened during the 2008 NKOTB reunion tour. I had tickets to see New Kids on the Block in Milwaukee on October 22nd, 2008. The event in this story was scheduled in Chicago on October 23rd, 2008. And then NKOTB had a concert in Chicago on October 24th. So I officially dubbed it the week of New Kids on the Block. Well, yeah. So I got an email from a fan on the NKOTB message boards. Remember those? I sure do. About a pre-show party in Chicago the day before the show. It was being held at the Boogie Nights Club in West Chicago. And Donnie Wahlberg and some of the other new kids were supposed to be there. What? I checked out the ad on the Boogie Nights my. MySpace page. <laughs> yes, she did that. MySpace. Yes, this was when MySpace was still a thing. And it sounded like a fun time and another chance to hang out with the new kids. They offered two packages. One was for $120 and allowed entrance into the club, cash bar, entrance to the haunted house, and you were able to be near Donnie and the other new kids. The platinum package was $220 and you got free drinks for four hours, hors d'oeuvres, entrance to the haunted house, and access to the VIP loft where you could mingle with Donnie and the other new kids. I found out later that it was going to be Donnie, Danny, and Joe. After much debate and consultation with my husband and several friends, I decided to buy the $220 package. Hell yeah, I would have bought it too. Me too, all day long. Yeah, take my money, take it all. I thought that it would be fun to be able to mingle with the guys at a club and thought that we would get to spend more time with them than the short amount of time we got at a meet and greet. On Wednesday... When we were getting ready for the Milwaukee meet and greet, I got a call from Boogie Nights asking if I wanted to upgrade to the Super VIP package. It was an additional $280 and would include access to a special meet and greet with the new kids, a photograph, autograph. You got to go on stage with the guys and they performed and you still got everything from the $220 package. The woman said that they were only selling 10 packages and there were only four left when she called me. 
I decided to go for it because I thought oh. that I would get to spend more time with the guys. This is a cautionary tale. If there were only 10 fans in the room with them. Plus, I thought that it would be cool to have pictures or video of myself on stage with them as they performed. I figured that was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. And I would be like, sign me up. Take my $280. I would have done the same thing. This is a cautionary tale, though. And that's what I keep thinking. I'm like nervous reading this. Well, I guess I just had sucker written all over my face because what I was promised was not what I got. The doors to the club opened at 7 p.m. and the event was to last until 1.30 a.m. I was told that the guys would get there around 9 or 10. I left Milwaukee at 5.30 and got to Boogie Nights at 7.30 p.m. I found my friend Sherry who was there and we hung out. We were on the main floor of the club and a waitress walks up to us and asks if we want something to drink. We both ordered a Coke. The woman comes back with our drinks and we took them and she said, thank you. She says, that will be $4 each. We looked at each other and said that we thought that the drinks were free with the VIP package. Mind you, we had VIP passes hanging around our necks. She said that we had to get our drinks from the loft. We must have had looks on our face like we were not going to pay for these drinks because she said that we could have them for free. We go up to the VIP area. The DJ was playing good music, so we start dancing a little. I had some food, which was breaded chicken, some nasty egg rolls that I only took two bites out of, and some jalapeno chicken that I avoided because I don't do spicy food. Sherry's friend Tiffany showed up, and we all hung out. We decided to go down to the main floor around 8.45 p.m. because we figured that the guys would stop on the stage on the main floor first before coming up to the VIP area. We danced and had fun hanging out with each other. The DJ kept saying that the new kids would be there in a few minutes. This went on for three hours. At about 11.15 p.m., a guy got on the mic and called the names of the super VIP, $500 folks, and told us to meet by the coat check. They showed us into a separate room in the back of the club where there was also a bowling alley. This is when I found out that the 10 people who I expected to be there was really 17 plus 20 radio contest winners. What? So much for the intimate time with the guys. The guy told us that the new kids would be there in 30 minutes. He went over the rules of the meet and greet. Basically, no rushing the guys, give them some space, act respectful. The pics would be taken by their professional photographer and not with our individual cameras. (laughs) We could have one thing autographed, blah, blah. He then gave us a ticket that would allow us access back into the room and told us that when he announced that the ticket staff meet him, we were to line up by coat check again. So around 11.45 p.m., we lined up again and were let into the meet and greet room. We could see a limo pull up outside. After a while, Danny and Donnie got out and came into the room. A woman had all of the super VIP folks line up first because they wanted to get us through in time to line up to go on stage. Finally, it was my turn. I walked up to Danny and he gave me a hug and said hi. I asked him if they got the gift I gave them at the Milwaukee concert meet and greet. This is when they had a gift table for the guys at the meet and greet. He asked when I gave it to them and I said in Milwaukee the night before. He asked what it was and I told him the Celtics cooler with beer and candy inside. Oh. He said that they got it and were drinking the beer on the bus after the show. Oh, that's so cool. That is cool. He said that he remembered me from being in the front row at the show. Oh my God, Danny. DNA. He went to sign my CD cover. While he was signing, Donnie was talking to me. At the Milwaukee meet and greet, I wore a t-shirt that I made that said Donnie stole me from Joe. (laughs) Donnie remembered me in the shirt and said that I can wear a shirt that says he stole me from any of the other guys, but not Joe, because Joe is sensitive. (laughs) I said, okay, and I won't do it again or something like that. It's kind of a blur. 
Then sometime while I was talking to Donnie, Danny put his arm on my back again. The guy took our picture and Donnie autographed my CD and then I was told to exit the room. See attached photos. The one makes me laugh to this day because it looks like Danny is checking out my boobs. Hey! <laughs> we lined up to go on stage. I almost didn't get on the stage because the guy in charge was only expecting 10 people and there were 17. He cut off the line at 10 and I had to yell at him to get let on stage. On stage, we were told to stand in the back of the stage on this little platform that was not big enough for all of us. In the meet and greet room, the woman had told the tall girls to stand in the back and with the short girls in front. Of course, that didn't happen. There was one girl who was videotaping and kept pushing her way in front of everyone. I was trying to see the guys and what they were doing, but every time I moved forward a little, the woman would tell us to get back. I ended up pretty much back in the corner of the stage, near the DJ, while the guys mingled with fans who were standing on the main floor in front of the stage. The guys didn't perform. Instead, they pulled the raffle ticket winners. This was another complaint that some people had. Initially, the raffle tickets were $20 each, and then later on in the night, they were two for 20 They were also supposed to raffle off a trip through the haunted house with the guys, but they never did. We asked the woman in charge if we should go up to the VIP area then, since we were so far from the guys anyway, and they weren't performing. She said that we should wait, and we could just follow the guys upstairs when they left the stage. Well, we were following the guys to the stairway, and then people started rushing towards them, so their bodyguards turned them around and took them back to the meet-and-greet room. So I got separated from them. Then the security guard started pushing me and some other girls into the bar, telling us to move back. He was really forceful and was hurting my side. I told him that I couldn't move back any further because my back was up against the bar, and there were two people next to me who he was pushing me into. He didn't seem to care. I started having a fear that I was going to get trampled in this club before the night was over. I love NQOTB, but I'm not trying to die for them. <laughs> they finally let the guys upstairs, but still wouldn't let us up there. They said there were too many people already up there, and it was a fire hazard. My thoughts were that they shouldn't have sold so many tickets if all of us who bought VIP passes couldn't be up there with the guys. Uh, true. True. That's crazy. Finally, the security guard said that we could go up the stairs on the other side of the club. Tiffany and I went up there and could see Danny and Donnie sitting in this area below where we were standing. The security guard was blocking the entrance to the area so we could not get near the guys. After about five minutes, the guys got up and left. Donnie said that he would be right back. We waited a few minutes and asked the security guard if they were coming back since it was 1.25 a.m. and the event was supposed to end at 1.30. The guard said that the guys had left and would not be coming back and that they would be kicking us all out soon. We decided to head downstairs to the bathroom. The guy at the bottom of the stairs almost wouldn't let us through. Then I almost forgot that I had checked my coat because this guy was insisting that we leave. We went to the bathroom and as soon as I got in the stall, the lights are turned are off. Are you kidding me? We start yelling that people are still in the bathroom. The guard outside the door said they couldn't turn on, turn the lights back on. It was pitch black in the bathroom. This really pissed me off because this is a safety hazard. When we left the bathroom, we were going to try to find the manager to complain, but they said that we couldn't wait inside for the manager and had to leave. So we left. I was very disappointed in this event. It was poorly planned and oversold. The venue had no idea of how to control the crowd and get the guys and fans safely in and out of the VIP area. They were very rude to us towards the end, as if to say that they had our money now so they could treat us like crap. I don't fault the new kids, although I do think that it might have gone a little better if they had gotten there earlier than midnight. They would have had more time to circulate around the club and maybe people wouldn't have been so frenzied because they would have had more time to hang out with them. After the event, a Yahoo group, remember those? Sure do. Was started by some other fans who had bought tickets to the event. 
After a bunch of us discussed our experience, we decided that the venue needed a refund at least some of our money for the way that things were handled. I was never able to speak to the club's manager. I ended up filing a complaint with the Better Business Bureau and the Illinois Attorney General. I, she means business. Yeah. I also disputed the charges with my credit card company, and they gave me a partial refund, which I thought was fair. I did have fun hanging out with Sherry and Tiffany, but I could have done that for much less than $500. I do like the pictures that I got, but again, not worth $500. Mm-hmm. The five-star VIP meet and greet package was cheaper, and I got a picture with the guys in front row seats at the concert. I mostly shared this story as a caution to other blockheads that sometimes people will try to take advantage of us. Never be afraid to stand up for yourself. Remember, you can always dispute the charges to your credit card company if you did not receive what you were promised. From the fans that I spoke to who also attended the event and were disappointed, I think a lot of people got refunds from their credit card companies. Hopefully that club and their event promoters have learned that blockheads are a force to be reckoned with. And as fate would have it, the Boogie Nights Club closed down. Don't cross our paths or you're going to get stomped. <laughs> Thanks for reading my story. Bye. From Christina. Christina. Wow. That was a whirlwind. She, her stories. Yeah. they. Ha- I feel like I'm there. Me. I felt like I was there, like in the bathroom. The lights went off. Yes. Like I could see her. Oh, my God. It was like a movie in my mind. It's kind of cool to hear about. Yeah, it is. Because I never knew about that. That was 2008. That was like when they first came back. They could not do that today. I guarantee that the club had more to do with it than anything. Like, oh, yeah. They were just like, you know, had a thing. New kids showed up at a certain time, you know, show up at this time. They had no idea about the packages or the. Exactly. Seems like they, they were like, oh, maybe we can sell this. Greed. Oh, maybe we can sell that. That's like the club got greedy mm-hmm. because they saw the demand. Yep. And they were just like upselling and like just seeing like dollar signs. Right. Christina, thank you thank as you. always. Yes, thank you for your story. And she has a video that we have on our website. And look pictures. at Donnie and look at Donnie and Danny. And you're okay, they look like babies. Oh my gosh. Danny looks like a like a very young man. Yes. I mean not that he looks old now, no, but, but he looks I like mean, this was eleven years ago. He looks ago. like he's twenty. Yeah, he looks really young. Yeah. <laughs> um so, and you're right, it does look like he's checking Christina's rack out. Yeah. <laughs> hey. How you doing? So thank you. Check out our website for the video and pics. Yeah. So thank you, Christina. And we are now on to Jalen's Las Vegas NKOTB adventure. And boy, was this an adventure. And we wee- get to meet wee- Jalen. Yeah, we did. In Boston. Okay, here it goes. The journey and story of me being the Wahlburgers at home grand prize contest winner began Friday, May 24th. Being a first time flyer and first time being in Las Vegas, even first time being anywhere on the West Coast, I was super nervous to fly, but the experience wasn't that bad. After being off the plane and settled into our hotel for a bit, my parents and I headed to the Wahlburgers where the general manager, Junior, had already planned on meeting with me and enjoying a free meal. So this is really cool. So she won this contest. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Junior and the rest of the Wahlberger staff was incredibly down to earth and treated me like I was a celebrity or a five-star princess and like family. They welcomed me in right away, and Junior was so ecstatic to meet me. Our waiter, Bill, was a super cool dude. I explained the situation to them about winning and all that was involved with it, and they couldn't have been more excited for me. 
Junior sat down next to me and said he would give me a little goodie bag. He gave me a Donnie's favorite glass. They haven't even released them yet. And a Wahlburgers hat. I enjoyed the best Thanksgiving turkey burger I've had. I gotta try that. I have wanted to try it. I just love the melt so much, though, you know? Just love it. I know. Um, <clears throat> and sweet potato tots with wall sauce on the side. Ooh. Give me some of that wall sauce. Never thought about dipping my tots in it. That would be amazing. Gonna do I feel that. like I've actually tried that before. I have not. Um, took some nice photos with Bill and Emily next to the cutout of Donnie. Mark and Paul said that Junior had to run out. Junior gave me some top secret info about Donnie possibly visiting Wahlburgers the next day and that I should come out. Nobody was 100% sure that day. Saturday, we got ready with our concert attire on and headed to Wahlburgers anyway to grab some lunch before we went to the venue. We meet up with Junior again and he told me that there was a 96% chance of Donnie showing up. 96% that's, chance. That's, that's pretty specific. That is very specific, but but not quite a promise. Right. But nobody else knew, just me and my parents and the staff. I could hardly eat my wobble because I was shaking so much, imagining that my dream of finally meeting the guy that changed my life so much, Donnie, was going to come true. After a little while, Junior came back to sit next to me and took some photos and then said Donnie is for sure coming because he told him that there was a special girl who needed to meet him. OMG! He said, when you see me give a thumbs up, That's when he has arrived. I was able to calm a little bit since before. I couldn't stop smiling, though. I was getting more and more excited once I saw Victor, Donnie's bodyguard and tour manager, and Junior talking and pointing at me. When it finally came time, Junior tapped me on my shoulder and began and behind me. Junior Junior tapped on my shoulder behind me and gave a motion to come here to the kitchen. I immediately grabbed my phone and went back there. He pointed to this back room, and as soon as I took that right turn, there was Donnie standing there holding his phone up, and I believe recording. I covered my mouth in surprise and just hugged him. He was saying on his phone, this is what happens when you win with Donald, or something (laughs) like that. Then my parents walked in shortly after behind me, and he said, is this your parents? And I said, yes. My dad was wearing an NYPD hat and Donnie asked him if he was a retired officer. Nope. Just got at the gift shop at the hotel since Donnie plays on Blue Bloods for NYPD. (laughs) He hugged me so tight and I swear he gives the best hugs. He made me feel so calm and relaxed and being in his arms honestly just felt like home. I said, I love you so much, Donnie. And he said, I love you so much more. He asked me if I had seen a show yet. And I said, no, only one on the total package tour. Wait, I think he meant. Oh. seen one of the like the mixtape he okay so he asked me if i had seen a show yet and i said no only one on the total package tour he said where are your seats i replied with i'm not sure i won't know until i go to will call but i have been dreaming of barstool seats forever he said you want barstool seats i said yes he said i'll get you barstool seats don't worry donnie donnie you are a blessing i said donnie you are truly amazing and so awesome and the cutest smile went across his face. I said, I also have one question. Will you pick me to be your cover girl? Oh. And then I showed him my customized t-shirt and he said, well, oh, he said, well, I think you'll have to be. And then told Victor, look at her shirt. He asked me if I, if I dance. And I said, only with you. And he was like, you don't do the floss or anything like that. 
I said, no, I'm not into Fortnite. And he laughed and said, that's okay. He also asked if I had an Instagram so he could post the photos of us. And I said, yes. Do you mind also following me on Instagram? He said, I already planned on doing that and then smiled. He still hasn't followed me, but I hope he does. (laughs) My mom said, you don't even know. This is your biggest fan right here. And we absolutely love Blue Bloods and Wahlburgers with Alma. I said, yeah, I love Alma. Your mom's your your mom so much. She seems like an incredible and sweet lady. My mom says it's one of her dreams to go to Boston. He said, you get her to Boston and I'll get her the tickets to the show. I was like, wait, what? Are you serious? He said, yes, of course. And then explained the situation of how he was going to go out into the restaurant and take photos with everyone and then bring me back into the kitchen. So we went and followed him out into the kitchen and everyone started screaming and cheering. And then we sat in our booth. We watched him go around and take photos with everyone in the restaurant and outside and came back in. He went back to the kitchen to take photos with the staff, but we didn't know. We thought, but we didn't know. We thought he was leaving. So we followed and he was like, don't worry, I'm not leaving yet. So we went back out and sat down. And as he came back, he came up from behind me and rubs my head. So I held his arm a few minutes, a few moments later, he goes back into the kitchen. So we followed him back to the back room and he chatted with us and Victor gave us his phone number so we could get the upgraded tickets. Hey, hey. Hey. Donnie continued to just hug me and I have his arm around me and I was standing there. I opened up my phone and Victor says, wait, what's on your lock screen? So I showed him the two photos I had and he was like, oh, I like that one. Pointing to the lock screen, lock screen with new kids. Donnie jumps in and says, what's wrong with the first picture? which my background was of just him and his Boston Bruins jersey. He says, I like that photo. And I said, me too. My dad says, do you think they will win in the finals? He said, I hope so. Donnie continued to give me more hugs and then said, have you had bar stools before? I said, no, I've always wanted to. And he says, you've got to experience it at least once. And don't worry, you will see a whole lot of me. And then he smiled. He gave me one more hug and said, can't wait to see you at the show tonight and waved twice goodbye to me. We went back to our seats to grab our stuff and to thank Junior and the staff again for everything they'd done. They had been the most nicest staff and greatest people I'd experienced and hoped to see them again one day. An hour later, we headed to the arena and got some merch and I met Dan Wood, a.k.a. Big Dan, Danny Wood's dad. (laughs) He was super cool and nice, and I asked for a photo and then explained how I won the contest. He was so happy for me. Then we waited for a bit so I could meet up with Donnie's personal assistant because he was going to give me our tickets. We got taken back and down to a basement-like area. Once the guys came out, Donnie looked right at me and just gave me the biggest hug ever. Holding me, rubbing my back, he was chatting with me about the barstool tickets, and I said to him, your tweet kind of surprised me. And he was like, well, I just wanted to get it to you. And I said, I know, but I was expecting an Instagram post. (laughs) (laughs) Then Victor pulled us aside so other people would get their group photo. And then we went up there. I stood between Donnie and Jordan. When the photos were done, Donnie was holding me and hanging on to me. And I just and just staring into my eyes. He basically had me like locked into his eyes. And we were both just smiling so sweetly at each other. I was just so lost in his eyes that I didn't realize that Jordan was still to my left and shaking me. I looked over and he was like, hey, how's it going? 
And I said, hi, Jordan. My mom snapped a couple snapped a couple photos, but I wasn't even paying attention. Then Joey came around and I was like, hey, I said, hi, Joey. He gave me a big hug and snapped a couple photos. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't even get to say hi to John or Danny and get a photo and hug with them. I asked Victor if I could get individual photos quickly. And he said they had to go. Donnie said she might as well because she's right here. Wish it was up to Donnie. (laughs) LOL. I really didn't even get a photo with Donnie right there, but I was still happy with everything that had happened. And I have to say, I thought the guys were so attractive through a phone screen. They are way more handsome and stunning in person. So after that was all over, we went back upstairs until it was time to get in line for the doors to open. Once we found our seats, we were on the right side of the stage. We sat by this super cool girl and found out that she visits Michigan a lot. What a small world. Concert friendly starts with Naughty by Nature DJing to get the crowd crowd going crazy. Then new kids came on and I felt myself just be free and enjoy every single possible moment that was happening in front of my eyes. Fast forward a little just before the song Cover Girl started. Victor came over to me, tapped me on my shoulder and said, do you want to be Donnie's cover girl? I said, yes. So as soon as Donnie said, are there any cover girls out there tonight? Victor took my hand and told me to wait by the stairs. Once Donnie said, I think I saw my cover girl over here, he extended his hand out and took me onto the stage. I couldn't believe that I was standing and hugging my favorite guy in the entire world in front of thousands of blockheads. I couldn't stop smiling. He spun me around and then hugged me, kissed my hand, and then led me off the stage. I was shaking so much I couldn't believe one of my biggest dreams had just come true. I went back to my seat and started crying and smiling and recorded more videos. He kept pointing and smiling and winking at me all through the show. Then, right at the end, he came over by my side of the stage and I flipped my camera around and he bent down and took a couple photos of me and then kissed the top of my head. I couldn't believe what had just happened. By the end of the night, my body was so sore and I was covered with the confetti from Block Party and my heart filled with happiness and lots of love. I have developed this new interest in relationship and I just and just love for these crazy kids from Boston. It's hard to explain. I couldn't be more thankful and grateful to Wahlburgers at home for giving me this once in a lifetime opportunity to finally meet the guys, to finally meet the guy that has made the biggest difference in my life and so much more. I could not be more thankful to new kids on the block, especially Donnie. He means absolute world to me and way more than he will ever understand. I will remember this moment and trip and phenomenal experience for the rest of my life. I am forever thankful and I will be loving new kids on the block forever. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, it is. And I love the pictures. Yes. Check them out on our website. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine. No. Look at Jordan in that picture. How you doing, Jordan? Hey, Jordan. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Very, very cool. Thank you so much for yes, sharing that. Thank you. And it was so nice meeting you. Yes, it was. We didn't get a picture. No, we didn't. Maybe next time. Next time. Yes. So So that's it. That's it. Those were some great stories, guys. Thanks for sending them in. We'll always take more stories. Always. At my so called whatever at at gmail.com. Please send them in. Yes. And keep sending your um submissions. I am rounding them up. And we will be cutting that off very shortly. Because I'm going to get to creating masterpiece. Well, it might not be a masterpiece, but it will be something. I think it'll be a masterpiece. I haven't used my video editing skills. Well, since the Joey thing. But like, 
my real video editing skills in a very long time. So I, I'm excited. I'm very confident in you and your skills. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I got everything organized and uh, I can't yeah. wait to see. I'm excited to see. We are missing some though. Like, yeah. And I really, I really like to get all of them. And I, it won't like totally bum me out if we don't get all the shows, but it would be nice to get all of them. We should, maybe we should put a little call out there on social media. That's like a good shows idea. That we're missing. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Because I know one of them is Utah. Okay. We have nothing from Utah. So yeah, we'll maybe by the time you hear this, we've already done that. Hey. Okay. So send them in though. Yep. And call us. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. Eight five seven two seven one one zero four seven. Once again, that's eight five seven two seven one one zero four seven. Or text us. Sure thing. And we'll read it on a future episode. We will. So that's it. That's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have Bye. a great week. Oh, yeah. Have a great week. <laughs> oh, hiccup you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.